Hi. Okay. Well, we're starting the show with people dancing at us that we know. Great. I'm going to play these, this uh, intro again just so everyone knows that it's my first time doing this. Here we go. This is the Snagcast show. This is, uh, this is it. Woo! Snagcast. An art show, but not like that. An extended conversation wherein we survey and explore the precarious humanity of artists living and working in Vancouver's creative ecosystem. Exploring the challenges, thrills, outrageous anxiety, and superfluous egos of our friends, peers, and idols. What is an artist? Where do we find inspiration? Do you like me? Why can't I stop crying? Join us for a verbal renaissance of inquest, confusion, made-up jargon, ambiguously inaccurate accents, and very poor sex advice. This might not be good, but it might be perfect. Hey guys, it's me, Katie So. All by myself, here in the booth. Wait, is this working? Yeah. That's not going. Mm. Yeah, here we go. Can you hear me, everybody? I don't know. Anyways, what's up? My name is Katie. I'm by myself today for Snagcast because everyone else has better things to do because it's sunny outside. And I'm a sucker. Uh, with me in the booth today is Stefan Toshev. He's the only one who could make it today because he's my roommate and best friend, and I forced him to come in. I had no choice. So tell us about yourself. What do you do? Where do you come from? What ice cream flavor do you like best? Uh, I'm a comic artist and illustrator, and I work in animation. I come from a small small place called Gabriel Island and my favorite ice cream is vanilla is that wrong it is uh, yeah. it's like I feel like French vanilla is a good flavor no I prefer regular can you pass me a bit yeah of beer? here you go French vanilla is the sugary kind of vanilla right right I don't know I think it's good I like all the all the all the white ice creams. I don't know what that says, but. And uh, what do you do for uh, work and creative stuff in the city here? I work at a studio called Titmouse. Uh, I'm a key, uh, layout designer. I draw backgrounds for cartoons. What uh, does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? It's the part that doesn't move. On the screen. The part that you only notice if it looks really bad? Yeah, exactly. I draw a lot of perspective lines and couches and mountains and uh, trees. All really interesting stuff. Do you ever do um, exquisite paintings like in old Looney Tunes? Yeah, I wish. No, I don't paint anything. I just draw the backgrounds. And then I give it to someone else and they paint it and make it look good. It's a, I'm just a cog in the wheel. Cool. Well, what else do you do? Well, I make comics. Mm -hmm. I make a comic called Minerva's Map. Uh, it's going to come out as a graphic novel, hopefully before this time next year. Uh, it is... I'm working on the last issue of it now. And it's coming out with a chapter house. 
What's Chapter House? It's a small publisher. Well, it's not small. It's like a Canadian publisher. They do Captain Canuck. They do creator-owned stuff. They're kind of like Canada's Image Comics. Aw. Yeah, right? Well, cool. Um, and you were just at VanCaf? Yeah. Let's talk about VanCaf. Okay. Um... Because I have done VanCaf before. I know. I sat next to you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let, why don't you explain what VanCaf is to people? I have to explain it? it? Okay. If you've never heard of it before. Yeah. It is uh, a comics festival that happens every May at the Yale Town Roundhouse. And it's artist's table. It's, and hawk the comics. And tons of people come in by said comics. It's Collection of nerds all huddled in one small hot room. Yeah, it's good because it's not like um, it's not like a superhero con. It's not a bunch of like uh, Wolverine comics being sold. Not that there's like, I not that I don't like that stuff. It's just, it's nice to go to something where the artists are king instead of uh, Or queen. A gender neutral king. Oh yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, instead of it being like People are just there because they like Batman or whatever. There's always one person, though. Yeah, someone's just dressed up as Nightwing, and you're like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, like a TCAF a few years ago, and there's one guy dressed as the Joker. That was the best. He was so miserable. Heath Ledger's the Joker. Heath Ledger's the Joker. (laughs) Why are you serious? (laughs) Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, it's too bad. But it's okay. Do you want to do that? Yeah, if you want to do that, just don't go do it at TCAF or VanCAF, because... You will feel very out of place. TCAF, of course, is the Toronto Comic Arts Festival. Yeah, it's run by the same group, I think. By now, yeah. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's like different like people, but same enormous. association. Yeah, it's about twice the size of VanCaf. Yeah, and this year, Robin, who uh, also has Ink a studs. radio show. Yeah, Ink oh, he does? Well, Ink Studs. Oh, I would yeah. consider a radio show. Right, of course. <laughs> I don't, I'll shut up. <laughs> Um, he did an amazing job this yeah, year. Yeah, he took over Shout the whole thing. Shout out to you. I'm, I doubt you'll hear this. Mm. Good job. I hope we're recording. Yeah, me too. I hope this is not all for naught. Yeah, I bet Nick and Drew aren't even listening. No, there's no way they are. They're on a beach somewhere oh. being nerds. Wait, where, where's, where is Nick? I think Nick's still in Montreal? I think, I, yeah, I saw a photo of him and I was like, that's not Vancouver. Yeah. So, Good story. So he he texted me instructions on how to do this, which is hopefully it's yeah. working. He said he might call in. Nick, call in. All right, what else do you want to talk about? I don't know. What should we talk about? Hmm. Hmm. Well, we can, do you want to talk about how you weren't at you went to VanCaf and you went to TCAF, but you didn't have a table with me for the first year ever, and I was all alone in this world. Yeah, I'm very ashamed and disappointed <laughs> in myself uh, for several reasons. But, yeah, I really dropped the ball this year. It's so okay. next year will be my comeback. Oh. Don't call it a comeback. I will call it a comeback. <laughs> uh, and I will have, you know, the best books I've ever made. <laughs> oh, good. I'll be so famous, all the nerds won't even know what to say. Yeah, I mean, those are those are big words. 
I mean, technically, they're not like long words, but grandiose for sure. So you also um, do bands. I do bands. You want to you want to plug any of your bands? Uh, I guess so. Um, I just released a new uh, album with my band Guilt Trap. I sing and play guitar in said band, and uh, I would say that it is pretty good, and you should listen to it. Thank you. Uh, are we gonna play a song? Eventually. Okay. I'm look, I'm queuing it up. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, when did you start this band? I think it was like two years ago. Oh, really? I, yeah, time really went by, but you know, bass players change. Recording took a long time. I had to write all the material. Fun fact: I did some of the. I guess it's not art. It's like lettering. I would say art. You can say call that art. You maybe it's not art to you, but it's art to somebody. <laughs> yeah, you did all the art for all the stuff we did. Yeah, get at me for all your band art. You're uh, gonna regret saying that. You're gonna get a bunch of people messaging you, and you're yeah, gonna have and too I'll be much like, work. That'll be a thousand dollars. Don't laugh. No, I'm not. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah, I mean, doing art for bands is kind of. I think it's like one of the best gigs because you, you yeah I you, like doing art for bands it's always the most fun usually because I mean generally at least in my experience the bands I've worked with always pay yeah I haven't had a bad experience there because I'm lucky <laughs> <laughs> they always pay and they don't usually have a lot of notes because they're like oh we just like your art so yeah. just do something and you just make something and they're like this is awesome here's a hundred dollars. Yeah. And it's usually done in a week. Yeah, I actually should probably, I have some people I have to message back about doing some band art. <laughs> Gotta get on that. Yeah. Um, it's always fun. Once I did it for this like weird hip hop trio, I did an album cover where it was uh, three tombstones and each one had a hand bursting out of the ground with like a mic. Another one <laughs> had a gun and the other one had a banana. And that was, was that the request? That was the request. Oh, okay. Uh, was not my idea, but I did it for them, and they it was yeah. Never saw them. I don't. I I, I definitely have the album somewhere in my room, but I've never listened oh, to yeah. it. Oh yeah, I I have not seen the majority of bands I've done work for. Some yeah. of them, I mean, some of them aren't even from here, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that just kind of happens. Yeah. It's frustrating when they take your art and then use it in ways that looks terrible. Mm, I really don't like that. Yeah. Or uh. they... Actually, a pet peeve of mine for prospective clients out there, if you ever hire somebody to do art, tell them if you're going to print it in white. On I black? Think, yeah. Yeah. Because it totally changes how an image looks, I, I think. Yeah, you can't just invert a thing. People think that's fine, but it's not fine. You yeah. have to know what you're doing. Like, if I draw a skull and I don't know that it's going to be printed in white and then it's printed in white i could have just made the skull all white yeah exactly no, it's an outline and then it looks confusing yeah so where the like the blacks are now white yeah so it's like a yeah. skull with, with white, white eyes. eyes yeah <laughs> white eyes black skull yeah no good um yeah do you have any um projects you're working on i'm just doing my comic and working way too much at work so uh, i'm gonna record another album with guilt trap next month i think did you just finish 
Well, we just we just released, released it. it. We just released it. We recorded it last summer, but we got a new bass player, Rory, and it's gonna be. It'll be fun to record with him, in this actually in the studio. Why? Uh, last time. Is he like dancing? Or? Oh, he's like a really good dancer, and also he's like. Tells great knock knock jokes. He tells, okay knock knock jokes. He where he really shines is his limericks. Are they dirty? No, he's a clean, clean com- a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> My specialty is clean limericks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's great. He's, he's I good. once knew a girl from Nantucket. <laughs> she had a bucket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was full of flowers. <laughs> <laughs> is that a limerick? I don't know. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's basically what I'm going to be doing this summer. Cool. Where can uh, people buy your comics now? Um, I think right now you can order them off of my online store, which is stefantashef.com bigcartel.com uh, or you can just Google me and you'll probably be able to find it pretty easily and also you can probably get them at 8th uh, Dimension Comics right now I think that's the only place that has them Ooh. I gave them all first three issues but the owner took them for himself so there's only the first and second <laughs> there now which is really nice of him but I was like that's too bad for somebody out there that wanted that mm. but if he wanted it do you want? They have the I colored version or the Yeah, they have one? the colored one. Uh-huh. I don't have I have a bunch of the black and white copies uh in my room but that I don't know what I'm going to do with now. Probably burn. I mean, I could I could definitely burn them. Mm. Yeah. So just uh just got to finish that comic, man. Sweet. Um Yeah, what else? Mm. Everyone's moving away in the city. From Vancouver. Who's moving away? Do you not know anyone who's moved away yet? Not really. Oh, no. that's nice. <laughs> okay. Well, then I won't talk about that. Well, who, are, do any of our mutual friends move away? Hmm. I don't think so. You have a bunch of people from your work that are leaving. Um, but they're all international superstars of the tattoo world, so. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Do you have a... What's your, what's your um, most valuable drawing advice that you could give someone who's terrible at drawing? Oh, boy. Give up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bother. It's gotten me this far. Yeah. Uh, just giving up? how do you get good at this I just gave up Uh, I mean I can have advice but honestly it's just like just draw all the time and actually work hard at it and don't think anything you do is good Mm. like I don't know it's this weird thing people have an inner critic that they take it way too personally Uh, they like the person in their head how do you keep drawing all the time if you consistently feel like you're never good it's well i'm not a competitive person except for with myself i think like so you just look in the mirror i just look in the mirror and go i hate this guy i'm gonna beat the shit out of him <laughs> with my drawings <laughs> with my drawings and my thoughts mm. yeah i don't know being better is like something that i want for myself 
and uh, there's just a guy kicking a cart across the street. He's, well, it looks heavy. It does look quite heavy. I've, yeah, um, so I would say, like, being a harsh critic on yourself is a good thing. Just don't let it be discouraging. Mm. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Drawing skills? Well, I kinda, it kind of applies to everything, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, because I don't feel like I'm good at drawing. So I also don't feel like I'm good at drawing. That's the so. key. Just never uh, feel accomplished. Yeah, I mean, like, you should always be... Um, uh, what is it? You, should, you can be content, but you can't be uh, satisfied, if that makes sense. Like, I think you can be satisfied, but not content. Mm, like yeah, can, okay, that might... I think it work, can work either way, yeah. but it kind of... It depends on your definition. Yeah, exactly. But I think you can be satisfied, which I feel like is just another word for settling. But sure. content, you're like, mm, I'm fine if it's bad, and right. I'm fine if it's good. Right. Yeah, that works. Yeah, you should want. You should be happy making what you're making, but you shouldn't think it's the best thing you've ever made. Yeah. And if you do, that's fine, but just hopefully, just hope that you're gonna do the next thing even better. But you've always had a pretty strong sense of style, I think, and like confidence, and I guess your artistic voice. I ah. think that's one thing I I mostly struggle with and trying to figure out the best way to do something the way I want to do it, right? And not get caught up in trying to do something that I know people will like. Yeah, I mean. Which is such a catch-22, because is. you get people get to know your work because of the way you do it, but then they also influence what is successful, which yeah. might not necessarily be what you want yeah, to do. Yeah, they'll like the drawing you like the least. Of course, Yeah. every time. You've just put that sweet filter on on Instagram and people lose, lose their bananas over it. Yeah, put their bananas on the floor <laughs> over it. Yeah, you never put your bananas on the floor. No, have you ever watched a cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, like, I don't know if I, I would, I've never been, like, very happy with my own style. It's just, like, I draw a certain way because that's what's inside of me. Like, that's what comes out. I can't, I can only have so much control. I've never been that great at copying other people's style. Yeah. Even though I technically do that at my job. Yeah. Uh, it's not easy for me. I think it's more that I'm, uh, just not happy with the style that comes out of me. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't worry. I have the same thing. Um, like, that's the best I can do? No! Yeah, I agree. I kind of have the same thing. Um, I just go with it. I mean, like, there's so much stuff on the internet that I wish I could take away of artwork that I've posted in the past. Uh, I want to do that all the time. Like, I, even just my Instagram... Fairly frequently, I just want to wipe the whole thing and start fresh. Yeah. But I mean, you can delete it, stuff it off It really Instagram. doesn't matter because with the algorithm now, people don't see stuff anyway. Yeah. Instagram's algorithm is terrible. I can't stand it. It's no, it's useless. Yeah, I used to get, like, you know, proportionate... This sounds stupid now that I'm saying it out yeah. loud, but, like, proportionate likes based on the amount of followers I have, and now it's, like... Not even ten percent of people see my work. Really? So, yeah. or at least like it. Maybe everyone just hates it. I mean, I think the problem is, is that you've really started to suck. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I'm sucking because I'm not getting the likes. <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I find Instagram pretty frustrating in, in that way. And, like, you have to be... I don't know. I feel like the more you post on it, the less people like it, too. I know. That's a balance with that, with that too. But then, because of the algorithm, the fewer posts you make, the less you're, like, thrown into people's feeds. Yeah, I don't really understand why they made this choice. And I think Vine should come back. <laughs> yeah, bring back Vine. Yeah. I didn't have it, but I was definitely a subscriber. Yeah, it was the, it was the best for the jokes. It really, I think Vine revolutionized... Comedy? The punchline for, for the, the young generation. I mean, it made things fast, and that was pretty cool. Like, every, every, jokes had to be immediate. Yeah, if, but it's one of those things that gets better the more times you see it. Yeah, you get used to the Vine rhythm so of it. Good, it would go over and over again, but, like, watching Vine archived on YouTube isn't the same. Because no. usually the very last second gets cut off, and then you're like, wait, I want to see that again. But yeah. you can't actually see the best part. Yeah. Like, where the guy kicks the Krispy Kreme sign. It just, you don't see oh, it. Oh, yeah, it just cuts off. I think that also might be our TV, though. I think Maybe. if you watch it on a computer, it's fine. But if I can't watch YouTube on a TV, yeah. what's Garbage. the point? Yeah. Smart no good. TV, my ass. Yeah, not very smart if you ask this guy. Um, but yeah. So why why were we talking about Vine? The likes? The oh. likes. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think the next thing will be? Because Tumblr Tumblr's was, a, was gone. huge. It's still now, around. It's still around, and there's still people who use it. I can't even log in anymore. <laughs> you forgot your password? they make you change their password into, uh. like, a really complex, like, 12 characters with an underscore and a star sign and uh, an emoji and four mm -hmm. numbers and then upside-down letters. And, and I, don't I just I can't remember all of that. Yeah. I don't even know how to use make upside-down letters on a computer, like, much exactly. less. Exactly. How am I supposed to log in? Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I, I've had the same computer and this password saved, so for the last 10 years I just haven't had to log into my Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, I think I got a new computer. You did why. get a new computer. Um, yeah, like... Because that was great at the time. I Tumblr. mean, it's a better format for art than Instagram is, because I know a lot of don't... If you don't use Tumblr for art, then I don't know what you're doing on it, but... Porn. Right. But... Tumblr made sense at the time because people didn't have everything on their cell phones. Yeah. And as soon as people had phones that had apps on them, it's true. Instagram swooped in and took over. And it was just, like, more convenient because when we had Tumblr, it was like, okay, I'm going to scan this piece of art, edit it, put it on there, write a little thing about it. And it was, like, compared to now, an ordeal to get something on, the, on your computer. And yeah. then Instagram came in and was like, oh, you just take a photo and it on there and you put a filter and everything looks amazing yeah Ugh. remember the early days of instagram where everything had like a crazy filter on <laughs> yeah and that was acceptable like that was cool but yeah. if you do it now it people are like yo it looks like that terrible movie pitch black oh yeah yeah that's what old instagram looks like yeah. well it's because everyone's camera phone was so terrible at the time as well they filmed pitch black on a camera phone they should <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it oh <laughs> yeah uh, guys, don't watch Pitch Black. We turned it off. It, no, we... Well, we fast-forwarded it through the end. We Yeah, but... It's so bad. I, uh... Anyone that recommends that movie, you're not... You're not doing what's right. Anyone who recommends <laughs> that movie saw it 
and watched it frequently before the age of 10 <laughs> and doesn't really understand what it what it's actually like. Yeah. It's awful. It's it's not a good movie. Vin Diesel cuts off someone a lock of someone's hair with a dull bone. Yeah, I don't really get how that's supposed to work, but I'm pretty sure he does that in other movies and he's supposed to be like the cool guy. Like what's cool about smelling someone's hair? Yeah, like to like uh, uh Crispin An- Glover and I was gonna Angels. Say that. Charlie's Angels. Yeah, Charlie's Angels and Charlie's Angels too fully loaded. I think it's called Charlie's Angels Two Herbie Fully Loaded. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So um what is your dream project? Well, I'm working on my comic. If I could do that full time, that would be ideal. You want to work on the same comic forever? No, no. Just is working this, in is comics. Is this one done after this issue? Uh, yeah, when I'm done this one, I'll be done this story. So I can do another one if I feel like it. it it's like not going to end and it could be a, it'd be like a tin tin type of thing. It's just for, it'd be like a different stories and I could use the same characters over right. and over again. So you can revisit it later. I can revisit it whenever I feel like. If it turns out to be semi-popular, then I can come back to it. Um, um, but uh, I like it, but it's, uh, I'd like to do other stuff as well. I've been working on this comic for like a, a year now, more. Are you, are you bored of the characters yet, or are you still no. into them? No, I'm not bored of them. There's more, I, I actually like have a lot of space to delve into them as characters. And plus, like, I'm not, it's not one of those things where I can't change what they're wearing. And it's like, it's not one of those comics where they have the same outfit in right. every scene. They but can, th- mostly they do, right? So far, yeah. Because it's, it's just easier. The I time guess. frame of this current story is like a day, so. What are the rules with that? With what? Like outfits for characters. Like, because part of, part of the outfit is the rec- like yeah. whether you can recognize the character or not. And if well, you change it too often, it's confusing. Is, or is, like, is there a rule for that? I don't think so. I mean, it's all how good you are at representing that character, right? Because, yeah. like, Captain America always looks the same uh, in. Like, you can always tell it's him, but when he takes off his costume, he's not always wearing the same clothes, but you mm. still know it's him. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if you I mean, I guess part of that, too, is just, like, for the artist. You don't want to have to make up a new yeah. outfit every unless, page. Yeah, unless you like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I'm I'm real tired of drawing this, like, collar on this one character right now, and I'm... You real... should just write in a scene where someone, like, grabs them by the collar and it's like, <laughs> me, And then rips and it, it off. rips it off. Yeah, no, I already did a thing where they had to change their outfit. Oh. So for the last <laughs> issue that I'm drawing now, it's a complete, completely different outfit and, like, different hair style just so I could would get to draw something different. And it makes sense for the story as well. Yeah. Uh, it's not the reason I did it, but it just worked out that way for me. Um, do you have any favorite comic artists, um, whether it's like traditional or more um, contemporary, mm, mm. Uh, local or international? Local or international artists. Uh, my favorite comic artist is this guy. He's French. His name's Olivier Coppel, I think it's pronounced. Um, he just draws like he drew like Spider-Man and Thor comics and stuff. He's just but like I remember being fourteen in a comic book store and walking through and just seeing the comic and like picking it up and being like, Oh, this is like the art of this is what the the art that my heart wants to make. Mm. Like how he draws his lines to his mark making and his you got an art boner. I got an art boner for it and it's never gone away. 
Oh. So, yeah, I should go to a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's, like, my favorite. I mean, compositionally, I feel like his work is maybe, like, his layouts for comics, because uh, layouts is a big thing in comics. Mm -hmm. Like, how, this, how you do the storytelling is just as important as the art in a lot of ways. And uh, sometimes it gets confusing with some of his paneling, I find. When I, like, oh, I don't he's know. he's, like, too creative? Yes, he got too creative. With, he, not always, just in, he goes through phases, and some of his comics did that for a while. It's a fine line to break layout so that it's mm -hmm. interesting, but still maintains a regular pattern of storytelling. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally like just regular modular layouts but then yeah. you get one little like nugget of cool breaking of that and it's like ooh, that's cool yeah but generally i don't like having to figure out where to read yeah i always make sure that like if i everything is in my comic is i wouldn't say modular but it is very easy to read like purposely like you mm -hmm. always know where your eye is supposed to go and i did experiment for a while and try to get like interesting uh, layouts where like a character uh, will like be in two different panels and it'll be the same layout but it'll show the passage of time throughout like it's hard to explain in words without showing but like I try to do some stuff with that and it's like it can work but you have to put in a lot of effort to make sure that it reads properly. Wait two different characters? In it'll be like the same character over two panels. Like side by side? Yeah or like one under the other so that you can see like the motion changing, but oh, it's okay. the same, same area, but just a different, like, it shows that the characters moved. Right. Yeah. From sundown to yeah, sun sure, up. yeah, to uh, praying mantis to uh, downward dog. Do you use um, color palettes to help with your storytelling? Yeah, I do. So like, a lot of it's about mood. So, like, I don't, I, I like to make sure that, like, you can tell that the areas are different and each area has its own palette. Like, if you move, change locations, I want to make sure you know you're in a new location. Right. So, uh, and a great way to do that, like, immediate, without even having to look at, like, look at the shapes, you can see from the color that it's, like, if you blur your eyes, you know it's different than it was before. Mm-hmm. So, like, it just makes everything easier to read if you do that. Do you do, you do that trick? I, I use that a lot just to find... Usually to figure out if I have enough contrast and if my composition makes sense. I'll just, like, hold something far away and, like, scratch <laughs> my eyes up at it so I can't really see it clearly, but then, like, does it make sense? And yeah, it makes sense. I, uh, I flip stuff backwards a lot. Yeah, I look at stuff in the mirror. Yeah, I, I flip things backwards, uh... Is that's that's my the main thing that I do a lot to make sure that it's like it works both ways. Yeah, I think especially with um, either like printing or tattooing, when you know that um, maybe the the me the final medium is going to be a bit more limited, and you have to make sure your contrast works well. Yeah, I, I do that a lot just just to see if the image makes sense and doesn't get like globbed up too much in one area. Yeah, or not. make sure there's no tangents. Yeah, no like. Yeah, because, like, sometimes thing, something will look like a, not look like a tangent up close, but far away it will. You want to explain what a tangent oh, is? Oh, that's hard, actually. It's like a... It's where a line meets another line uh, from a different... 
area that it shouldn't meet. I, how do you explain that? Hmm. Uh, I would explain it as when two lines that describe separate shapes interact in a way that confuses their independent shapes. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So, for example, if you are if you draw a person standing next to a tree and the 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 line of their arm is the same as the line of the tree. Yeah. If they are like touching or anything. Yeah. They're they're not overlapping, they're touching. Yeah. And then it makes it confusing. If it's time. overlapping, it's fine. But mm -hmm. if they're like, they look like you can't separate which one's Most which. Most people don't know about this. No. A lot of artists don't know about this. It's just like, it's such a useful technical drawing skill that is so easy to just be like, oh, make sure you check that. And once you once you are aware of it, when you're drawing, you don't even do them anymore. Yeah. Or you do them and then you see them and then you throw up. Yeah. And then you burn it. <laughs> And then you look your, yourself in the mirror and just shake your head. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Um, well, should we play uh, one of your songs and take a quick Yeah, let's beer do break? it. Uh, right. what, um, what song what should we... What would you like to play? Um, let's put on a smash cut. You want to do a little intro as to what this is? Uh, this is my band, Guilt Trap. Coming at you hot with this new track. Um, yeah, that's all I got, I guess. <laughs>
Well, that was a song. Did you write that? Yeah, I wrote it with my band. Did you write the words? I wrote, I wrote all the words. That is true. What's it about? Uh, it's about getting a concussion. You ever had a concussion? In high school. <laughs> uh, it's kind of a fictionalized story, but like, it's a, I think it's a, I think it's a pretty, pretty fun time. Um, concussions are serious. Yeah, they they are scary as how, hell. How did you get one? Oh, I, it was really dumb. I think I was playing uh, badminton. Badminton? Like, Bat. Like oh, Batman but. style? Yeah, yeah. That's Batman? How, Batman? <laughs> how do you say it? Badminton. Badminton. Oh, don't talk to Drew about this. He's a pro. I know. I, I could not care less. I know, right? Get over yourself. <laughs> yeah, he. I remember he taught me. He uh, got so mad once. <laughs> <laughs> I I remember I played uh, darts with him once. Oh yeah. And uh, he was like making it because I never played darts before. He, he taught me how to play around the world. So we were playing at this oh. bar, and he was teaching me. And then he started like he was being really easy on me at first because I didn't know how to play. But eventually I caught up. And then he started getting really competitive <laughs> right at the end. Uh, and I was like, I, dude, this does not matter. We're playing darts at a bar. <laughs> Which bar was this? I think it was at uh, the Brick House. Mm. Yeah. B back in the day. It's not changed at all, really. No. I'm uh, posting this on the... You're, you're advertising that we're talking? Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So Drew, don't you don't have to be so competitive, man. Yeah, it's just badminton. It's just badminton. It's bat <laughs> He's gonna be so mad. <laughs> Batmanton. Uh, Batmanton. Uh, no, we Wait, love you. You got don't a worry. concussion playing Batmanton? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. That's so lame. I know. It's just like how I dislocated my knee on a beginner's kickboxing class. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, I'm a huge loser. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just can't do anything physical. Well, that's the thing. I actually never get hurt, usually. Like, you've seen me fall... Of course, of course, if you just sit and don't really do anything. No, I mean, like, you've seen me fall down flights of stairs. I've seen you you throw yourself yeah. down flights of stairs. Exactly. I mean, like, I don't think... Uh, I have a pretty good sense of, uh, like, how to not get hurt doing stuff, usually. I'm pretty good at falling. Well, how did you get concussed? Uh, I can't remember. I think I got pushed and you I can't did, remember. I can't because you, you jogged your brain. Because I got hit in the head when I was like 15. I think I just, I think I got pushed and I hit my head on the ground. Playing badminton, you got pushed. Someone pushed. I think someone pushed me and then I slipped. I fell and hit my head on the ground. That's rough. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember my day. My dad had to come pick me up. He had to take the ferry over. Were you in recovery for a while? No, I think I was fine. It was just really scary because I couldn't remember my morning. That's the thing, though, with, like, I mean, serious concussions. You have to be, like, deprived of all senses for a while. Yeah. You're, like, in a dark room and quiet. I don't think it, I don't think it was that bad of a concussion. It was just bad enough. Like, I didn't, my head didn't hurt, but I remember, like, sitting in social studies waiting for my dad being not able to like think really mm. i got dropped on the sidewalk on my head once yeah i remember and you lost your glasses but then you found them yeah yeah and i didn't think it was that bad but then 
like two days later, I found like this big red, like yeah, this big scab came off of my head. Well, you were drinking, right? No. <laughs> uh, don't worry. I don't think your mom's gonna listen to this. So, um, yeah, if you're drinking, you actually can sustain much worse injuries and less likely to have lasting damage. Well, yeah, because you you actually go limp. You actually go limp, but and I don't also, think that counts for concussions. Yeah, I think you can actually get w way more con like it actually helps with concussions if you get hit in the head Why? while you're drunk. I don't know. I just heard that somewhere. Because your brain's already swollen. I think so. So it doesn't slosh around as much. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. Listen, I'm not a doctor. I'm not sure. This is just a thing that I heard. Could I be false. I definitely know that people who are wasted get injured less because generally your reaction to falling is to stiffen up to try and catch yourself yeah. for whatever reason because it's the worst thing to do. Yeah. I don't you know why limp. that's your reflex. But if you're drunk, you're already loosey-goosey anyway. So yeah. you just kind of flop over. and So the, the yeah. point is just be drunk all the time if you're going to do lots of Spe physical activity. Especially if you're doing badminton. Batmanton. Batmanton. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry that... This is probably going to be the least goofy show you do. Sorry, there's no rapping. Yeah. No Australian guests. Do you want me to rap? Sure. Do you want me to lay down a beat? I don't think that is a good idea. Here, let's find a beat. Okay. Uh, I My improv skills, I would, I would say, are probably off the charts. As in, like, minus six, minus ten. Okay, this one's called Fuck Haters. Ugh. God damn. This is totally on the fly. I don't hate, know what this I even hate that is. you're doing this to me. Uh, oh, here we go. Oh, no. Uh. I really don't want to do this, but here we go. Okay. Wrap about bananas. <laughs> oh, this is the worst day of my life. <laughs> Snagcast, doing banana time. Gonna sit here, drinking my beer, it's fine. Pencil in my hand, Katie's over there. Kill me now, I hate doing this so much. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that was for Nick. <laughs> yeah, Nick, I have a deep respect for your ability to do such a thing. Uh... It takes me a long time to write lyrics for a song. I could... I, my heart's beating, I got so nervous. What is your, um, what's your, do you have like a ritual for when you write music, uh, mm. lyrics, when you, when you, uh, you know? For, for my, uh, my bands? Yeah, when you yeah. write in your sick lyrics. Uh, not really. I kind of... light some I, uh, sage? I, well, I don't know if you could call it a ritual, but I get a circle of candles, <laughs> I spill a cat's blood. Wow. Yeah, it, don't worry, it's not our cat. Uh, it's just, you know, every it's time you see like it... You're not sacrificing, you just spill it. Yeah. yeah. No, you can get it at the store. Cat's right. blood. Right. Anyway, so you spill some of that in the shape of, get this, a goat's head. Oh. Seems confusing, right? Okay. Anyway, I just like how it smells, and then I write some lyrics. What do you usually write about? Uh, Your heart? Like, my heart, my feelings. Uh, I don't do a lot of, like, storytelling, that's for sure. No ballads. I don't no do epics. a lot. I don't do ballads. I kind of. I've you always. Should. I should, but I've always hated ballads. I don't. What? I know. I'm sorry. I know. I. What's a good ballad though? 
any meatloaf song. I mean, okay, meatloaf is cool with me, so I guess I'm wrong about that. But like, when Kiss does a ballad, do you like that? That is a great song. Whatever. <laughs> if okay, ACDC does a ballad. How do you feel? They don't have ballads. Well, I know. I'm just saying if they did, it would be terrible. <laughs> no, it would probably be great. See, the thing is with ACDC, you, they're like, at this point in our lives, we're like, whatever, it's ACDC. Yeah. Frickin' it shook me all night long. But then you listen to those songs, and then you're like, oh, if this, you know, if I've never heard this before, it's yeah. pretty great. It's if the, they actually did something cool at the time. It seems, like, generic now, but when they did it, it was actually pretty cool. It's like songs that seem really lame, like um, like American Woman. <laughs> you're like, Ugh, man, this song. But at its core, you're like, this is a pretty cool song. <laughs> yeah. The Lenny Kravitz is American. Yeah, I'm talking about Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> yeah. The inventor of jazz. Uh, yeah, man. I can't believe he did that right on stage at the MTV Awards. Uh, um, where, what's that thing where his dick falls out <laughs> he's just a concert and he's playing <laughs> and his pants rip and his dick falls out <laughs> uh, has that ever happened to you no uh although <laughs> I, I think i for a halloween i remember i was wearing leather pants and then they ripped and i was like oh there's there's also a rip in my underwear too oh no and i was like but what are the chances of that lining up and it totally did, and I think, like, a 14-year-old girl saw it. it was, no, you yeah. got to be careful with that it, these days. It's okay. I was, like, uh, I was also, like, 15 There's going to be a time. BuzzFeed article about how you uh, revealed yourself. I didn't do it on minors. purpose. It <laughs> fell out. That's what they all are. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why, do, why don't any of those assholes ever, like, be like, it was an accident. Yeah, I didn't well, mean to. I didn't mean to. I just accidentally jerked off into a plant. I fell with my large heart on. No, uh, yeah, I'm hearing it now. I'm, I don't think it would work. No, that's why. It, that's why. Um. Hmm. Next topic. Okay. Mm. Yeah. No. So to answer the question about my lyrics, I don't have a ritual. I just kind of, they just kind of come out. Oh, it comes to you. It just comes to me. That's why they're so deep and meaningful. Right. Mm. What's the silliest thing you've ever written about? Uh, I can't really, I don't know. I don't, I don't really write that many silly songs. I mean, that's not true. I write silly songs all the time. I just post them to my Instagram mm. and then uh, delete no them. Where them, because yeah. the algorithm. Yeah, and then I delete them later because... What? Why? Because they're just for me and I'll post it and I'll be like, eh, I don't know why I wrote a song about how my body is built by butter that's why you need a personal instagram yeah all right what like, should i call it like i have where i post all jokes that revolve around the numbers 69 and 420 yeah it's basically the most brilliant instagram i've seen in a long time <laughs> yeah quality content yeah you should call your your fun instagram stefan times i mean obviously i should do that I can't believe I didn't think of that just immediately. Yeah. I feel quite dumb now. That's what I'm here for. Ugh. Great. Well, um, follow me on Stefan Times. I guess I have to go make this now. Yeah, you got to do it now because the bots are going <laughs> As soon as I said it out loud. Oh, no, all the Russian bots. <laughs> um, what about when it comes to writing your comics? What is your ritual for that? Uh, 
Well, I have like a system in place for how I kind of write, um, but uh, I'm not. I would never consider myself like a writer. I'm just the creator of this comic. That's but so I have to write the words for it. So uh, I basically just had an idea for the plot. Uh, then I kind of sketch out the whole thing. Then kind of figure out the timing of it. Think of the types of jokes I want to put in kind of time it all out, pace it, and then I then I do my writing after that and put it in, which seems crazy to a lot of people because a lot of people write the whole thing before they start drawing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you just have to have a good idea of, of the whole plot in your head. Yeah, you kind of have to know what you're doing. Yeah. But if you can kind of get there, like, you can write by drawing it. Well, you, know? you can write by drawing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying it's possible. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't work for everybody. I think that's probably more common than you think. It well, it's common in comics. Yeah. I don't think it's common in a lot of things. Well, because I guess most of the time, writers and comic artists are separate people. Yeah, a lot of the time, and I don't know if they should be because there's a, a lot of disconnect a lot. Mm, interesting. Time. It's like you, there's always a nice. It's like when a director writes the movie that they direct. There's something there's nice a about very it. Distinct understanding of the material. Yeah, it makes. It makes it more cohesive. There's more of, there's more harmony and symmetry. But then you find people who just work really well together because they understand it. Yeah, well. and sometimes it makes it better because they have someone to play off of and to be like, don't do that. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. Um, Would you ever... Um, have you ever done a comic with someone else's writing? Um, I think... Uh, w most of my published work I've read in, I think, I think all of it. Um... I've worked with writers a little bit. I've gotten, like, lots of people pitching stuff to me. It's rare that I have uh, really gone for it um, because usually I'm like, do you know what? I'll just do my own thing because I know I'll like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I would, I'm not closed off to it for sure. Um, yeah. It's I'm also risky, though, if you don't know the person. It is. I mean, the amount of times I'm sure you and I combined probably have a lot of people yeah pitching ideas to you and you're just like i i'm already so guarded when it comes to collaboration and when it's something as involved as like a comic yeah and a writer comes at you with an idea that you're already like eh, i don't really like that yeah and, and they're like, like yeah but you know we'll split the profits but i can't pay you until we get paid yeah and it's like we'll split the profits and you're like you're just writing it i have to draw this thing and writers don't get mad, but it takes way more time to draw a comic than it is to write it. So let's be real. Here. Let's be real. You can't type out a drawing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can, but it's like a, a happy face. It's a it's a shrug emoji. It's a shrug emoji. It's a emoticon. It's a Shrek made out of eyes. <laughs> can you do that? <laughs> probably. I don't know if you could do it on your phone, but you could probably do it. Well, um, next comic I make is gonna be Shrek made out of. <laughs> traditional alphabet yeah i mean like yes yeah, it's, it's funny like it's collaborating with a writer i feel like it's definitely more immediately com uh, comfortable though than r working with a different artist that uh you don't know yeah yeah like if someone were to ink my work or color my work i will would have to be very confident in their ability mm -hmm. they have to definitely improve it I, like they, I, improve they, your work. Yeah, they have to improve my work because if they make it worse in any way, I will never forgive them. <laughs> so, 
Can you describe that process? If you have, if you were to have someone to ink your work and to color it. Oh, like how it usually works in like mainstream comics. Yeah. So like, I feel like in mainstream comics, the process is usually, and this is less so nowadays, but this is from the pipeline from how they used to do it back in up until like quite recently, where it's like there you have the writer, then you have a penciler who draws everything in pencil. Uh, can be rough or tight, depending on that person's style. Goes to an inker, that person inks it, uh, gets rid of all the pencils, and then it goes to the next person who letters it. Whole different person. Then that goes to a color. Does a letterer do the speech bubbles too? Yeah. Yeah, but nowadays people just do everything themselves. Besides, like, yeah, there's more and more comic book artists are just doing all everything because i guess it's digital it's a lot easier when it's digital it's a lot easier and i also think that like i think that process was made for like it was a system in place to make lots of content fast and it made it so like the penciler was basically the director of the film Mm -hmm. and then everyone else was just like a tool a tool after that right and I think people are now want more control because like throughout time, people's pencils got tighter and tighter so that the inker had less control. Mm, over they just what, traced. They just basically tr- started had to like it's like no matter how tight your pencils are, you're not really tracing it. Um, even but like it's basically yeah. Who's like the best artist? Like, is it the inker who ultimately has the like? artistic merit at the end of the day it's always the penciler that gets the credit they're always the one that makes it look the way it looks right their anchor is just the person that like is the polisher Mm. um but yeah there's like there are really great anchors and they do things that like i look when i look at the finished work it's really incredible like the lines are just too good yeah um but i don't know like it's i've never worked with an anchor I work mostly digital now, so I don't need one. Um, do you want to talk about working digitally? Um, I guess so. How's that different than working? Is it just faster? It's faster. Um, yeah, it's more efficient. I mean, it's not always easier. I find that like drawing some things in pencil is much easier and like no matter what, like, no matter how good your brushes are, it's really hard to make it look like it's truly uh, done on paper type of the drawing. Yeah. It's really hard to replicate that. And it's, like, I make my own brushes and stuff to try to do it, but I think I, I can tell that it's not real yeah. pencil. I don't know if other people can. I don't know if other people care. I don't think it matters anymore. No, I don't think it really matters anymore. But, like, a lot of comics, I think are completely digital now and um like digitally drawn and i think it just makes people do it because it's just more efficient and it's way more efficient especially if you're doing for drawing the backgrounds it's less the characters right yeah that's where i find that i save the most time because i can lay out perspective grids really easily i can uh, that's cheating drawing perspective grids is not cheating (laughs) (laughs) As someone who has to do it every day, I can tell you for a fact, it's definitely cheating. <laughs> Anyone that can draw like a house in perfect perspective without drawing the lines, 
has to have like Asperger's or something. Like there's no way you can be that talented and not have something else. You can't draw a house in perspective and also interact with people socially. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have to give up one of the things. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, there's just not enough room in the brain. No, definitely not. No. That's why I can't do either of those things. Yeah, that's why you're just a really, really talented radio host. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Don't forget it. <laughs> On that note, let me think of something else to ask you. Okay. It, it's weird because we, we spend so much time together. Maybe less this, like, last two weeks. We've been pretty busy. I haven't seen you. No, but it's hard to think of things to talk to when we already talked about things so much already. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to think of what other people might want to know. Yeah, I don't know if anyone wants to know anything about me. Well, um... What is your most interesting fact? If you had a baseball card, what would the fun trivia fact be? I don't know. I feel like you're the one that should decide what my most interesting fact is, because, like, hmm. it's hard to say for yourself. Okay, well, let's think of one for each other, then. Okay. Um. I, uh, Katie so was, talked too much in class, so read books in a closet. It's a pretty. That's a pretty good fact. True. Uh, for a whole year. For a whole year. What did you read in there? Uh, a Wrinkle in Time. Oh, good book. Chronicles of Narnia. Also good. Um, what else did I read? Um, I was really into this book about... Well, here's some more context. In uh, When I was... I would have been seven, I guess. Seven? Is my mic on? Oh, God, if it hadn't been on this whole time, that would be terrible. Uh, yeah, when I was around seven, a siren go by. Um, my teacher didn't know what to do with me because I asked too many questions in class, so I spent all of um, the school day in the stock room closet and just did worksheets and read books in there by myself. <laughs> Which I didn't realize was weird until I was an adult and went to therapy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it all worked out. I mean, it was exactly what I wanted to do yeah. at the time. It was pr probably still what I would like to do. Like, honestly, it doesn't time. really seem like a problem if you were happy doing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, it's only weird if you state it in a certain way. kind of feel bad for the teacher, though, who was just like, I guess I'll just put her in here. Yeah. In, with the paper. Here's some books, read them. Yeah, that's so funny. Uh, that's pretty good. That's it's not a, a very fun fact, though. It's not, mm, it's kind of, it might sound sad. Uh, mm, what can I think of? Uh, I, I guess I would say one of your skills listed would be, um, uh, like, stair surfer. Like, someone who throws themselves <laughs> Sure, yeah. I don't do it anymore because... Uh, you're too old? I th Well, now I think I might be too old. I kind of stopped because I was like, I don't want to be that guy. I'm not going to be Justin Trudeau, <laughs> you know? I'll leave the stair throwing for him. Um... 
I think it's an it's Elijah Wood is also another person who can throw himself downstairs. Interesting. Yeah, he for the I believe for Lord of the Rings, he did it like a bunch of times uh, for that scene in the uh, tavern. Mm. Yeah, and he would like throw himself down, get up, be totally fine, and Peter Jackson would be like, "Do you want to do it again?" He'd be like, "Yeah, let's do it again." This is what I heard. I don't know if it's true. Right. Maybe he'll walk by here and we can ask him. Another fun fact about me would be the best summer of my life was the summer I spent reading Lord of the Rings. (laughs) (laughs) I have yet to top it. Yeah. (laughs) Did you just sit outside and read Lord of the Rings? A lot, yeah. I sat, I remember finishing Return of the King and I was sitting on the floor in my kitchen. And I remember it being a weird memory because I'd never sat on the floor in the kitchen. Right. For, for some reason this day, I was like, I'm going to sit here. <laughs> Interesting. And I was like, what? He bit the he bit Frodo's finger off? That's yeah, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, spoilers, sorry. Um, how old were you then? Mm, 10, maybe? Oh, so you peaked at 10, huh? Yeah. Yeah. What was, do you have a worse summer ever? Hmm. Most of them. <laughs> <laughs> Summer is like New Year's and Halloween, you know? Everyone makes such a big deal out of it and has such high expectations, and then it's over, and you yeah. haven't done anything, and then you just feel bad about yourself. Uh, oh, here's my fact about myself. Oh, no. I have another best summer. Okay. The one where we went to the beach with Connor every day. Oh, yeah, yeah. We would drive to the, the beach summer. and just go. Th- we didn't have jobs and... Ah, uh, yeah. See, I think that's the key. Just don't have a job, and you'll have a good time. Yeah, I guess so. What's, sorry, what is your fun fact? Oh, my fun fact about myself is that my favorite holiday is New Year's. Mm. No one, no one else has that. I don't know if anyone... Is it still? Why? I just, I always have so much fun on New Year's. What do you usually do? I mean, you're usually with me. Yeah, well... (laughs) I, uh, I, we just drink, hang out, and shoot fireworks at the end. Yeah. And then you do a big count. Like, it's the only holiday where the only thing you have to do is, like, hang out and talk with your friends. Mm. Um, yeah, but that's, like, most events, isn't it? Sure. It's just, like, it's a holiday that that's the event. Right. Like, you know, you can do that at Christmas, but there's other stuff. I also, okay, here's a fact I'd put on your card. Okay doesn't have a driver's license. No, I don't. <laughs> I had an L, uh, but it expired. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that I can't drive. It has no tattoos. No tattoos. I have virgin skin. Um, what else? Yeah, those are all pretty good facts about doesn't me. Doesn't like sports. Yeah, I... S- not, which isn't that weird. Yeah, no, that's not Except that weird. Batmanton. Yeah, I love Batmanton. Um, feels good when you hit your head on that concrete floor. Do you have any plans for the summer? I, I don't get to now, because I have to work so much. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to be very busy at Titmouse. And then, uh, for my free time, I'm just going to be recording, or... Um, I think I might try to go visit our friends in Kelowna at some point. So mm-hmm. if you want to go, let me know. Cause, so um, hot there. I know. I'm kind of, but I want to go to the hot. Yeah, but you don't drive. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. So either have to find a ride or I have to take the Greyhound. Ugh. I know. Greyhound in the summer? I know. The hot toilet? 
Uh, you don't sit near the back. It's like, why put a toilet in a bus like that? Just stop every now and then. <laughs> no one when wants you... to be sat beside this bucket that's sloshing around in the back of the bus. The worst part about it is that... No one pees in there. Yeah, Everyone does Someone it too. always uses it, Yeah, too, which and is like... It's always the guy who gets off and goes to A&W or Wendy's. Yeah. And then brings his food on the bus. You gotta smell it. And then you gotta smell it when it comes out of him later. Oh. <laughs> uh, I think one of our roommates have, has a story about how she sat on the bus. Uh, and it was like a eight-hour bus ride. And a guy had a garbage bag full of subs. Meatball subs. A whole garbage bag. And just ate the whole thing throughout the trip. Like a like a garbage bag, like, like a, garb- a big garbage bag, like a big garbage bag full of subs. Here's something also gross. Did you know you can get any Subway sandwich in a salad form? Yeah, that's. You can I, get a meatball salad. Uh, I guess we know what we're doing after this. Calling your Instagram account meatball salad. <laughs> I mean, I'm uh, not to, not to give away what your name is on yours, but that would be a nice pairing with yours. Like, you know, spring mix, smothered in hot marinara. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gnar. Hey, why is Subway the... Why does it smell the way it smells? What is that smell? Is Is it it the bread? Is it branded smell? Like, Starbucks has, like, the same, like, weird manufactured pastries... Subway just has this aroma that yeah, they, and it's they like an air freshener it. they have to put in. They pump it out, too. Yeah. It's, or at least it smells like they do. There used to be a video store on commercial when I was a teen, and they, I would go there and get all my weird foreign films mm-hmm. and rent them because no one wanted to hang out with me. Yeah. But it was right beside a Subway, and so the video store just always smelled like that Italian <laughs> bread. Must have been horrible to work there. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I used to really hate the smell of it when I was a kid, but uh, after you eat a People few, I love it. I don't know. I kind of like it now. Is that wrong? No, I don't feel too strongly about it. It's just a very distinct smell. It is a distinct smell, and I don't really know how that happened. I don't know. No. When was the last time you had Subway? I don't know. Probably like. Are you Subway or Quiznos? Uh, well, there, like, how often do you see a Quiznos around here? There's, like... I guess we're more, uh, banh mi people. Yes, we are. I've had many a banh mi. Yeah. Uh, I only eat Subway if it's, like, I'm really craving that pizza sub. What? Yeah, that's the one for me, baby. There's a pizza sub? Yeah, there is. What is it? It's, like, just the salami with the tomato sauce from the meatball. Uh Uh-huh. With no meatballs and melted cheese. I get it with, a. All the vegetables and lots of mayonnaise and hot sauce. Mayonnaise? I know. Every someone out there is like throwing up listening <laughs> to describe this sandwich. Um, you know what I used to get as a kid? The seafood sub. Ooh. <laughs> it was like shrimp and stuff no, in it's it. It's like fake crab with mayonnaise. Oh. That's all it is. That's not, no, I'm sure and that's I'd fine. Get, I'd get it with olives and pickles. Oh. <laughs> do you know what? No, I would do that. I'd eat that. Yeah, it's good, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that being said, I think all food is good, basically. The only thing I don't really like is, like, cilantro. And mm. I, I don't really love kimchi. I'll eat it, but I don't love it. I like kimchi. I mean, it's definitely gross, you know? Yeah, it's a smell. It's like, I know I'm gonna smell bad, like, on the inside and the outside later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. 
Uh, I used to be way more picky as a kid, but, like, I don't know. As I grew up, I was just like, I don't want to be. So yeah. I just taught myself to like food. I mean, it depends how you grew up. If you grew up on an island where all you have is garlic, chocolate, and savory <laughs> oatmeal. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, those are not, those are things that are from where I'm from. I did not approve of them. <laughs> garlic chocolate is the worst thing that Gabriella ever brought to this world. Yeah, man. It's a shame. It is a shame. I just, I get savory oatmeal. I just don't see why. Yeah, I think it's super gross. But it's like, I don't know, it's the same thing as, um... It's like grits. But yeah, yeah. It's just like, I think it's that they always put, like, soy sauce and stuff in it. Ew. I know. It's just hippie food, dude. Soy sauce? Yeah, soy sauce and garlic and, like, probably, like, angivita yeast or something. And it's just Ugh. like... Why do that when you could put, like, raspberries and... Exactly. Honey. Yeah. And cream on your... That oatmeal. sounds way better. But, you know, like, you can put soy sauce on an avocado, but you can put an avocado in, like, a smoothie, and it always works. True. So it's the same thing. We're just, we're just snobs. <laughs> yeah, but when you're talking about avocado like that, it's, you, the texture is different. But oatmeal yeah. has a very distinct texture that I don't really associate with savory things as often as I would with... I blame society. Yeah. Yeah. Well, are we are we gonna play more songs? Would you like to plug another song? Uh, should we do a, one of my different bands? Sure. Tell us about your different bands. Okay, I'm in a band with our mutual friend Connor and oh. our roommate Miles Black. It's called Cloudhood. Um, and Connor sings and plays guitar, and I play drums for him. And a song. Let's do um. Uh, should we do? Let's do um, Live the Postcard, I guess. What's the song about? I guess Connor writes the Yeah, songs. he writes the song, so I just play drums for him, and I play all the sweet lead guitar parts on the record. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, my, it's what I love to do, just do some solos. Okay, here we go. What's this about? Um, I think it's about, like, I can't, I can't tell you. I, it's, not, it's not for me to say. All right, this is Cloudhood. Thanks. The song is Live the Postcard. Country song about this Red old song gonna get it By its own long road And every desert home They're all howling on Singing about red like if they don't that it's wrong On the balcony Keep playing ecstasy And in the end country gave up its nationhood They're practicing the bin she Plastic patterns cause you hate to sleep Not really how he intended But that's okay, you didn't do it anyway High at the beach party You hit it cause you hate the high And you kinda hate the sun And you kinda just hate everyone else With the postcard You're trying to so damn hard And just Don't mean 
And the first one still it ain't wrong And you're kind of laughing At just how wrong And I laughed it Is that it's wrong It got me forgot in your heart It got me forgot in your brain And then you are best friends Even if you don't know it's in that way Sometimes when you're in your car You're driving past your driving Lovely tune. Ah, oh, nice, Katie. I like that one. Yeah, me too. When's the next Cloudhood show? I don't know. We have to book one. We haven't really been doing anything. I've been very busy. Oh. Yeah, I know. And we'll probably make a new record soon. We just have to, Connor just has to finish yeah, that writing last, his lyrics. That last record is quite nice. Thanks. Yeah, I like it. Um, but uh. Yeah, maybe we might try doing something a little different next time. Maybe doing something with some keyboards or maybe less guitar solos. I don't know. Hmm. Just don't do anything too ska. Um, no promises. <laughs> we know, you know. It's uh, inevitable. It's inevitable. Connor just wants to be in a ska band, truly. So, um, man, the Save On Radio view, you see some stuff go on. I'll say that much. Never a dull moment. Yeah. But the community garden across the street is looking lush. It looks great. Uh, I was just saying that before I came in here. It's quite beautiful and fenced off. I mean, oh yeah, it's chained up, I guess. I don't know who runs that one. No. Um... So you have no plans for the summer because you're just working. I know. Isn't that the worst? When, my, when I'm done work, I'm going to try to go on a long vacation. A long vacation? Yeah. Like, like how long? I don't know. Like five days? <laughs> 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 no, I don't know. I would like to go. Uh, I mean, you, you go off pretty often. You were just in 
Montreal. Mm -hmm. I went to. I only take like one or two days off at a time. Mm. For we went to Toronto. I took four days off, which, right. you know, like probably shouldn't have done, but I did it anyway. Um, would you ever live in Toronto? No, that city's fine, but it's only fine. It's kind of ugly. Yeah. There's stuff to do, but I, like, honestly, the vibe is not the same. Definitely uh, spoiled here in terms of um, scenery. Yeah. It's just much nicer to, like, live in a place that looks nice. Did you have a um, Toronto Comic Arts Festival highlight this year? Yeah, what, going to bars with you and drink, yeah, drinking and eating lots of good food. Yeah. Also, the comic festival was fun, and I, you know, made some friends and talked to some people, but mostly, you know, a lot of our friends didn't show up this year because of different reasons, and uh, I would, uh, they, I was just kind of, like, bummed that I didn't get to see a bunch of people that uh, I normally do, but... A bunch of Vancouver people were there, and that was nice. So we got to hang out with them. Some Cole uh, Pizza Punks. Cole Pauls? Yeah. Kirsten Hatfield. Yeah. I'd like them to come on the show. Yeah. Do I? They can't do it? Well, I'd like them to come together. Oh, I see. I feel like they're a great, you know, they are psychedelic a great, pair. They are a great psychedelic pair. But Cole works Sundays. Oh, Cole, what are you doing so to me? I just got to figure out if he can get a day off one of these days. Right. One of these days, I'd like them on here. Yeah. Not that it's really up to me. Yeah. Uh, and who else was there? Was Sean? Sean Caremaker? Yeah. I was walking by uh, in Gastown before I came here, and I saw a, a shoe, his shoe designs just in some store. Yeah. And you I, know, that's like a $500 shoe. Seriously? Seriously. Sick. Because it's collectible. That's awesome. Jeremy Lin was spotted wearing them. Who's Jeremy Lin? He's the basketball player. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Does he slam dunks and stuff? He has dreads. Cool. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I remember he got, I just saw, like, on the internet, uh, as, as it goes. Yeah. He got dreads, but he's, he's, I think he's Chinese. Oh, okay. So he got dreads, and everyone was like, Wow, you know that's appropriation. You can't do that. Yeah, You're stealing all cu our culture. And, and his rebuttal was, "I appreciate your opinion, just like how I appreciate your value in my culture by wearing Chinese symbol tattoos on your arms." <laughs> like, all right, yeah, fair. Yeah, just like you just watch like the that Nicki Minaj video. Yeah, it goes like, both ways, the guys. Yeah, it goes both ways. Let's just all share. Yeah. I we can all, get down with that. We all had a hard time, except white guys. Yeah, no, white guys <laughs> got it pretty good, and that's coming from you know a white to, guy. You know how to do it? You just steal all the white guy culture. Yeah. You just wear your, just dress like Fred Durst. Just, <laughs> is that what white guy culture you, is? Yeah, you just reclaim it. <laughs> just, you need some cargo shorts, you need a backwards hat. With no snapback. No, no snap, just solid. Um, what a a t-shirt that's too big for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, just say come on all the time. Yeah. There's a, yeah. I don't know. As a white guy, I can say, you can have all of our stuff. Just take it. Just take it. I, I won't put up a fight at all. Uh, you heard it here. You heard it here from 
a white guy who took a you and me took that gene test oh yeah yeah and we found out where our fa- all our families are yeah we did a 23 and me thingy spit into a thing sent it to some database that now has our dna saved probably going to be used in some sort of genetic testing uh, the russians probably have it the russians definitely have it uh i was just upset when it didn't confirm if we were brother or sister or not yeah i really could thought... not confirm or deny yeah <laughs> i mean we both have um similar backgrounds yeah we both have german french stuff going on yep um but besides and like some baltic stuff yeah oh yeah i forgot you had some baltic stuff in there but it came back and it said you are 100 percent like me said that i was 100 percent european to which i was a little disappointed i thought i would have more neanderthal oh yeah i'm also like i have 80 percent more neanderthal than the average person yeah and i have 80 percent less i know so we're actually yeah so yeah it goes back to that thing we were talking about that theory about how you're how you're a descendant of dwarves and i'm a descendant of elves oh yeah which is good (laughs) i like that one but i don't like it as much as the one where uh all humans are uh, a crossbreed between gray aliens. Oh, yeah, I'm and, more gray. Yeah, gray aliens and Sasquatch. Right, yeah. Which is my favorite theory that I think Simon Roy told me about. Uh, so it means I'm Sasquatch and you're a gray. Mm-hmm. Which that makes sense. It makes sense. But your head is... You You don't have a big forehead, though. No. But I do have a... Powerful brain. Yeah. I yeah, I don't. weird gray skin and strangely long fingers. Your eyes are... Black. Pure black. <laughs> I can't tell where your pupil is. There's only just a white glimmer. Yeah. It's, um... it's kind of terrifying. It does explain all the hair all over my body, though. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah I have a really small forehead, so. Yeah, it, you only, it doesn't, it's not weird until you mention it. <laughs> it's better, it's better to have a small forehead than a really big forehead. I don't know what's better. I mean, from like, I'm just saying, like, to live in society. Yeah, if you want to have bangs. Oh, yeah, sure. I don't think you have room for bangs. I used to have bangs for most of my childhood. Yeah, you had bangs when I met you. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't feel, like it touching my face. It just feels like it tickle, would tickle your eyebrows. Yeah, and you got to keep them in check all the time. Yeah. How do you even grow those out? That's the it's part. It's arduous. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's... What's the craziest hairstyle you've ever had? Um... Did you have the emo swoop? I always had the emo swoop. I can I can have it in like thirty seconds right now if you wanted me to. But did you like gel it in place? No, I didn't gel it. No, I was a. I, was I saw a, a kid with that on the bus. Like I see him all the time, actually. And I'm like, where are you a time traveler or is this like a throwback thing? Is this like vintage to you? I don't know, man. He must be from like out of town. <laughs> I don't know. Get out of town. I think it's just normal now. Yeah, I don't know. Emo's back. I mean, that would be nice. Or emo never left, really. So. Yeah, don't call it a comeback, because no one ever cared about emo. Yeah. I do. I'm a, I might be the only one. Uh, I'm, like, stealth trying to bring the studded belt back, so. Yeah, I went to the rock shop recently. Mm, tell me more. Oh, man. I could have I had a shopping spree. Yeah, it was that good? I spent $25, which is $20 more than I meant to spend. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh... 
They have everything there. I'm never going anywhere else to buy gifts for people ever again. You're gonna get your weed rings. They had like your... they had cigarette cases, like which I wouldn't even have a use for. No. But they were they had one with Darth Maul on it. And I almost bought it, but it was twenty dollars. <laughs> that seems a, a little like, expensive. A little too much for a joke. But they have like entire sticker cases full of stickers that are definitely from the nineties. That's that have not like I don't think they stick anymore. I remember I bought a Incubus sticker there once when I was uh, like in high school when I was visiting the city. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, I uh, mean, all the patches there. I like all the patches were on my backpack. I had like. My high school backpack was covered in band patches yeah. from the rock shop. Yeah, and all bands you didn't see, right? Like Yeah, because they're all from the 60s. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, yeah, I bought a Motorhead patch there, like, five years ago, which seems like... I don't know. I just really wanted to put a Motorhead patch on my jean jacket, because <laughs> I was like... Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, I still oh, have... The Ace of Spades one. Yeah, it's great. I just, it fell off my jean jacket, so now it's just in my underwear drawer. Mm. I just have this motorhead patch that I need to put on something. It's a shame. It is a shame. I should have brought it out for uh, Lemmy's birthday. Do you want to keep talking while I go pee, or shall I play a song? Uh, it's best if you play a song. I don't think I can really think of anything. Um, do you want to play a Cloudhood song, or a Guilt Trap song, or perhaps something from another band you have? Um, let's do... Um, do Tashi. Where is that? Uh, you'll have to Google it. Oh. Tashi, any band camp should be work. So tell us about this. Uh, this is a record I made in my bedroom like three years ago. I can't find it. Is there, is there an E at the end? Uh, yeah, there is. So, so this is just you? Yeah, this is a record I made a couple years ago. I never got around to making it with a full band, but it's kind of cool. Play the second song. Two minutes. I can pee in two minutes. Um, yeah. If not, I'll just find something else to put It'll on. It'll just keep playing otherwise. Okay.
And we're back. Yeah, that was a track from my old band, Yes Bear. We were kind of a big deal to no one. I'll stop. I can probably get an air horn on here. Yeah, that's... I don't know, will the quality be as high? We'll see. Mm. Uh, Just an air horn YouTube video? Great. Oh. Oh, it's just one. It's just one horn. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I feel like I don't know if I'm uh, practiced enough at being... I remember his name. Oh, yeah. We'll just broadcast it. Yeah. Uh, Are you someone who sees someone in public and... uh, Acknowledges it? Or yeah, you just always. Pretend? I always acknowledge it. If I don't, if I see you in public and I don't say hi to you, it's because I straight up didn't see you and I'm probably not wearing my glasses. Because I need glasses. I don't wear them because I'm a cool guy and I need to look cool. And glasses are for nerds. It's true. Yeah. Um, I just assume every... <laughs> the great way... This, this isn't actually practical at all, but I just assume... Everyone can't see me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I think, well, I saw them, but they definitely can't see me because yeah. their eyesight's probably not that great. I mean, that is a dumb way of thinking about it, but... Hey. <laughs> yeah, no, people totally see you, but maybe they'll be like... Maybe they're like racist and think you're somebody else i have oh well that has definitely happened that happened like three times in one day in toronto i think people are more racist there yeah what's up with that also all those people that did it not white people so maybe not racist i don't know know what the word is (laughs) not um their uh cultural palette isn't quite as it doesn't have wide doesn't have as wide of a swath their wi-fi doesn't reach as far yeah (laughs) their cultural wi-fi yeah um, but yeah, that's, uh, it's funny how that can work out. But do you, so you, when you see people in public that you know, you'll only say hi to them if you're like, you know them well. Well, here's the thing. Like sometimes you see someone and especially depending on the situation, sometimes a wave is good enough. Yeah. But then the other person sometimes is, wants to talk, thinks that it's not enough and then takes their headphones off and decides that they should sit down and you're like no 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 i was just waiting and we're in transit and yeah I'll, okay now we're oh, okay now i have to pretend to be interested yeah in what you're saying you know you could actually be interested no usually i i, I can sustain it it's usually it's fine if the other person is like into the conversation and can supply me with some fodder to keep it going sure but generally they're like <laughs> <laughs> Society dictates that I have to sit next to you now because I know you and we are part of the same tribe. Yeah. 
Turns out you have nothing in common. Sometimes a wave is is a perfectly fine conversation. You know? Yeah. I mean, I get caught in awkward conversations all the time, but I just blame the other person. <laughs> well, exactly. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't have a lot of trouble talking to people, though. Sometimes I don't want to. I never want to. I don't yeah. have trouble doing it. I just never want to. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that. Which is why I co-host this radio show. Yeah, totally makes sense. Wow, this freaking guy that just rode past us and his power thighs. That was incredible. Wow, beautiful. He was, what a beautiful bottom. It's like, sometimes you can see on people, like, that's what you would eat first, if it came down to it. Their butt? <laughs> like, 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 juicy drumsticks. Oh, oh I see, because he had big, powerful legs. Yeah, like a turkey. Oh, yeah, no, I, if I were a cannibal, I would definitely go for his legs, yeah. for sure. You want to be, you want to crash in a plane with that guy. Yeah, how does that work with people? Like, how fat and, and how muscular do you want them when you're eating them? I think it's very difficult to cut into a person. I imagine it is quite hard. But, I mean, it must be hard to cut into a cow, too, right? Yeah, I've never done any of that. No, I don't, I don't have the stomach for it, which is why I think I sh don't deserve to eat meat, kind of. I eat meat, but I don't think I oh, should. Oh, yeah, that's a, good, that's a good rule. Like, if you can, if you can, if you can slaughter it yourself, you, you can have it. Yeah, but I can't. I can't kill a fish. I can't kill a bug. Like, I think fish are probably the easiest. Yeah, because they have dead eyes. Yeah, like, like goats. Like, there was a, for a long time, people thought that fish couldn't feel pain. Because there's yeah. no indicators, like with other, like with mammals, you can tell. Um, but I do have a thing where it's like, I don't like other organisms that aren't mammals. I only like mammals. <laughs> I'm completely against lizards. What? I think, I just, I don't think they're gross. I just don't think they're cute. What about chameleons? They're cool. Have you ever seen a baby chameleon? I'm not saying they're not cool. Have you ever cool. seen a chameleon popping bubbles? No, I guess I have to see that. They use their little mitten hands. May, hey, do you know what? I'm willing to be proven wrong about this. If you can sway me from my evil like, ways. What about, like, geckos? I mean, what the about, animated one's pretty cute. What about amphibians? I just, cute isn't how I would describe them. They got big eyes, but, like, I just don't trust them mm. like they don't have the same bodily functions as mammals so to me i'm like you're too different <laughs> what's uh what's the weirdest animal you've ever been bitten by um i haven't been bitten by many animals i've just like dog cat that's basically it so really? but, yeah and like what mosquitoes like I, I don't think i've even i might have had a spider bite at some point but does it count to be bitten by is, is it considered a bite from a mosquito a mosquito bite, I guess it is. Yeah. But it's just like if they're sticking their weird nose. Well, they don't nose. have a jaw. Is that why you're? Yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. It's like stab. It's a mosquito bite, bite but they're it's not. Mosquito stab. It should be called mosquito stab. That is correct. I don't like mosquitoes. No, I don't think anyone is like, yeah, mosquitoes are awesome. There might be like five people in the world. Probably people who study mosquitoes. Yeah, but even them, I, I, I'm, I feel like they're, like, studying them because they're trying to figure out a way to get rid of them. <laughs> they're really terrible. I hate it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have you ever had a tick? No. No, well, not as far as I know. I'm, for all I know... I think you'd know. I think I would... Why? Because you By get li now. Lyme's disease? Not always. No. Do you mean, like, a tick in my face, like a twitch, or...? Oh, 
No, I meant like a tick, like a bug that burrows its head into your skin. No, definitely not. No. Uh, how, about, how about worms? Have you read worms? I don't think so. I think you'd also know that. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure not. I think the only things I've ever had are like normal animal bites. Hmm. Pinched by a crab? Not a bite. Are you afraid of crabs? No. Good. That's a normal reaction. Although, if you think about them, they are no, truly terrifying. No, I think crabs can be scary, yeah. but I'm not afraid of them. Yeah. Like spiders? They're just spiders. Yeah. yeah. Sea spiders. They are technically the same group of... Arachnids? Uh, they're arachnids. Uh, when I found out that spiders and crabs were in the same family, I my mind was blown. Because you were like... Of course do, they were! How do crabs build webs underwater? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, Imagine crabs could come out of the water like they do, but would spin webs. They'd have, like, spinnerets, and they could build webs, and they would just, like, tether oh. down with trees. Then they would be scary. I mean, there are some spiders that are that big, like the ones that eat birds. Yeah, that's true. Uh, there's a tarantula at my work. What? Yeah, uh, Jen has one. At work? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I think one of my coworkers has a tarantula. Really? No, it's not that crazy. But it's like, it's just in its... I don't, I don't know. I feel the same about, like, birds. I feel bad keeping it in a cage. Right? It can, I, like, run around and eat things on its own. But, like, I'm also one of those people that doesn't really like the idea of indoor cats. And, like, some people are get real mad when you tell them that, yeah. like, you like it, outdoor cats. Because yeah. they think you're, like, Monster. a bad person yeah. for letting your cat outside. Yeah. But and, that's kind of like... Oh, I don't let my child outside. That's what I kept saying. And then the counter-argument is, like, they're not people. And then I said, then you don't respect your cat as much as I respect <laughs> yeah, my cat. Exactly. Like, I would rather my cat go outside and have a full life than be trapped. Like, I get it if you live in an apartment and if it goes, your cat goes outside, it'll get hit by a car. That makes sense. Yeah, like, if your cat's dumb. If you're, yeah, if, you're a cat's, if you have a dumb cat and you live in an apartment building where you can't let your cat out. Sure. That's fine. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely a very um, divisive. Is it? It is divisive, and I know that like technically, like they don't, they're not good for their environment. But the cat's already born already. It's not. The, these decisions are not for man to make. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are plenty of cats who live outside for their whole lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially in our neighborhood. I found a new cat today. He had a collar on. Okay. But uh, I was like, who are you? Did, did you name him? No. He had a collar on, so I was like, I can't name you. You have oh, a name already. Right. It was a big gray cat, and he was walking along the fence towards me and then jumped into the yard and I think walked I, away. I think I saw him the other day. I've never seen him before. Hmm. Yeah. There's nothing better than seeing a cat on the street and then you just like bend over and they walk over to you and you just like hang out for a minute. It's like one of the joys of residential neighborhoods. Yeah. You get to just meet so many interesting creatures. Yeah, I love I love a good friendly cat. Um I met a cat the other day. I wouldn't say it was friendly. It was just weird. <laughs> like it it seemed like it was coming over to say hello to me but then wouldn't come very close oh it's teasing you yeah and then was just kind of like talking a lot like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed like 
Like, it was trying to tell me something. And, yeah. Like, it was having a bad day. And it was just uh, like, yeah, and then, like, Jerry came over and he, like, <laughs> spilled my coffee. <laughs> That's what he was talking about. But I was like, I don't know what oh, you want me to do about I, it. I don't know what... <laughs> Jeffrey's stuck in a well! And you're like, I don't know what you're saying. Uh, okay, bye! <laughs> no, come back! Yeah. If you could have any pet ever, mm-hmm. any animal, any animal, including human. Oh, interesting. What pet would you have? Okay. Um, do they have to be real animals? Uh. Like they can't or be like fictional. A or yeah, you can't. Yeah, no, they can be anything. If they can be anything, I want a small bear. Bears, like a, we have bears. No, like a dog-sized bear. Oh, okay. That or a bear-sized dog. Those are my two choices. Oh, I just want a golden retriever that's the size of a bear, or a bear like that's a, the like size a, like a Kodiak or yeah, like a big one, like one I can ride. But then won't it be like able to kill you? I mean, if a dog wanted to kill you, it could probably kill you. I guess so. Strangle you with its paws while you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Poison put, your water. Put its, put its paws. <laughs> <laughs> Set up a bucket, uh, a big rock over your door. Uh, poison its saliva when it kisses you. There's a lot of ways. I mean, don't dogs already have poisonous saliva? No, I think that's cats. <laughs> I thought dogs' saliva harbors flesh-eating disease. No. I can. Maybe. That might be possible. But dogs that's actually like dog have... dog bites are so dangerous. Right. I think... But dogs technically have uh, less, like... The, the bacteria in their mouth is uh, a lot more potent in terms of, like, it kills... Back, or... The like enzymes in their spit kills enz- uh, kills bacteria right. a lot stronger than humans or any other animal. That's why they can eat such, like, disgusting things. Like Komodo dragons. Yeah. So, like, they can eat whatever. So their dog's mouths are actually, like, technically cleaner in a way. Even even if they eat poo. It's dis- which they do. Which they do. It doesn't make me love them any less, though. <laughs> um, but, yeah, my answer is uh, definitely, like, a golden retriever the size of a Kodiak. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it would have the same personality. Yeah, I feel the same, but, like, just Xena, the cat that we have now, mm-hmm. but, like, big cat size. Yeah, like a panther. Yeah. If she was a panther, that would be great. Without the aggression and yeah. need to kill. Yeah. Which she already has, but she, just proportionately. Yeah. You know? She still only hunts mice. Yeah. Yeah. She cool. brought in a baby mouse the other night. Oh, no. Zena. But I saved it, and I Good. released it. Uh, she has killed so many poor little mice. I watched her kill a butterfly the other day. Oh, actually, it was just like a cabbage moth. But it was Still. like such a beautiful pastoral scene of her chasing a little butterfly. And then she murdered and it and she ate its head. <laughs> she ate it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, oh, no! Yeah. Animals. So, bestow on us some more art wisdom. Okay, um, if you want to draw good, draw every day. Know what you want to do. What if you don't know what to draw? I don't know. I, when I don't know what to draw, I sometimes just draw my hand, or, and then something will come to me. You know, you just pass some time. You just have to brainstorm a little bit. People think, like, creativity is something you're born with, but you practice it. You can practice being creative. It's like people that do improv get better at it the more they do it you know well yeah i mean they're still doing improv so that's lame but (laughs) burn uh but 
they it, the, like you you have to exercise your brain. You can become more creative by exercising that part by doing it more. So, I mean, some people are more talented at it just naturally, but their talent and skill is more closely related than uh, in terms of like practice. There's practice because of interest and there's natural talent. And I think they are not that far apart in -hmm. terms of what they actually are. People just think they're separate. Yeah, I think nurture and nature are closer, more closely related than people think they are generally. Yeah, and like I, would, I do believe that people are, have are natural talents and stuff, but it's just, sometimes it's just... Yeah, because I think your talent will feed into whatever you want to learn. Yeah. If you're really, really terrible at golf, you're not going to want to learn it, probably. Yeah, it's like, exactly. But you could. It's, you've seen me, you've tried to teach me math. You know what that's like. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's like, first of all, it's hard for me, so I really don't like doing it. Yeah. So it just feeds into itself. Well, also gives me anxiety. With, <laughs> with work, when people are like, wow, it's just so amazing that you can, like, draw that just out of your head and whatever. It's like, yeah, well, if I played the trumpet every day, I'd probably be pretty good at it, too. But yeah. I don't, so I'm not. <laughs> yeah. No, you're only okay at the trumpet. Yeah. Three out of ten. Yeah. I, that's a pretty low I mark. I have never put my mouth on a trumpet. We got to change that. I've never tried any sort of brass instrument. I don't think you'll like it. They're too loud. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you enjoy playing loud instruments. No. No. <laughs> I mean, the whole point of instruments is to make noise. I know, but <laughs> like, like... too much noise. You can play a guitar and not be loud. True. Uh, that's not often the case, but... But yeah, that's... I don't know. My advice is just to work hard. And I know that sounds like stupid and lame, but... That's really the only answer. You can't just be good. Mm. Like those people that are just good, they probably worked for it. They just enjoyed it, so it didn't feel like work. Did I already ask you? I already asked you about what your dream project would be. Yeah, just drawing comics. That's it. I want to just making making a new, one a month would be great. Do you have anything that you're working on that you're excited to put out besides the one you're working on now? Anything new? Uh, well, the one I'm working on now is the only thing I'm working on besides actual work, which is too bad, but I'm still doing, like, t-shirt designs and stuff like that for people, and album artwork, mm-hmm. just for fun. Usually don't charge people very much, because it's like, I don't know. I, if you're not going to pay me the amount that uh, I am worth, then I might as well just do it for free or for very cheap. <laughs> if that, yeah. Does that make sense? Does that make that's sense? a good attitude to I, have about... Your work. <laughs> I, yeah, maybe you're, I think you're probably right, but I'm just like, I have a full-time job, and I, I make the money I need, so, and you can't afford to pay me the same, so it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm, don't even bother paying me. It's not worth it. Like, I'll I mean, just do this. For, I'd rather do a favor for someone right. than have them feel like they're indebted to, or maybe I'm just doing it because so people feel like they're indebted to me. And then, oh, uh, right. Yeah. You're just collecting I'm do- favors. Uh, and then uh, one day I'm going to call hey them man, all in. Hey, man, remember that time I made you a shirt? Well, I got this body that I need to start. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And the ne- next docuseries is going to be about me. Yeah, the next Duplass Brothers production is going to be about how Stefan, comic artist, 
failed to dispose of some... I would be the worst murderer, for sure. I could not do it. The actual murdering? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't got it in me. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's not a bad quality to have. Yeah, you know when people... Uh, I don't know how much time we have left, but... Um... You can tell a story. Oh, I was just going to say... When uh that when you ask people uh, have you ever thought about killing someone, I was very surprised when I this I heard the statistics. It's like half half of people say like yeah I've thought about killing somebody. Yeah, of course. That seems insane to me. Doesn't mean you do it. No, I know, but I've never even had the thought. That's why Freud doesn't make sense. Just because like. I mean, there's a lot of things about him that don't make sense to me. Yeah, just because you think about killing someone doesn't mean you're capable of doing it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, Minerva's Map is my comic. Guilt Trap's my band. Is that? I think Where that's. Where can we find all these things? Um, you can if you just Google my name, Stefan Tashef, S T E F A N, T O S H E F F. You can find everything about me on the internet. I, there's, I'm the only one with that name, which is convenient. Right. So, so buy his comic, listen to his music, go to his shows. Watch his television show that he draws the backgrounds for. Oh, yeah, I, I did a show called LBA and a show called Home, and I'm working on a new one that has not come out yet. Are you not allowed to say what it is? No. I signed an NDA. Ooh! No damn appointments. That's what it means, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that brings this episode to a close, I suppose. I'm Katie So, your mm -hmm. reluctant host. As always, um, I hope you liked it. Sorry Nick wasn't here to rap for you. Rip, rap, um, rip it, do. wonder what Drew was doing today. Yeah, Drew. Um, yeah, I don't know who we have in line for guests as of for our next show. But in the meantime, next week you can listen to Creative Theory, Ilya's in the House, our sister show. And um, I don't know, hit us up on the social media <laughs> not uh, tumblr though because we all know that's dead no no not tumblr and uh other than that i hope y'all are enjoying the sun no one's listening to this live probably sorry i didn't actually mean to press that <laughs> and uh yeah save on radio check us out okay bye thanks no problem Thank you.